to Chicas and Chisme. We are your hosts. I'm Carla. And I'm Angelica. Welcome back. Welcome back, guys. So today we are going to be talking about a topic that can be triggering. So this is a triggering trigger warning. Um, the topic is on body dysmorphia, disordered eating, and eating disorders. So if this topic, you're going through it right now or have, and it triggers you, Please skip this episode. We are definitely not experts. We're just going to be sharing personal experiences, sharing our personal experiences. But, you know, we just wanted to give that warning up front. So you have the choice of not listening if if it's triggering. Mm -hmm. So let's get into it, Carla. Okay. so real quick. You know, we were kind of talking a little bit about it before we started the episode on body dysmorphia. And you're like, what is that? Right. Because it just sounds so like, it sounds so disturbing. Because it is. It but, is. But, but, but when you started explaining it, I'm like, it's then so a common. lot of us have it. Um, a lot of us have it mildly. Some people right. have it very extreme. Yes. Right? So basically, just, you know, from mayclinic.org, um, Body dysmorphia is being extremely preoccupied with a perceived flaw in appearance that to others can't be seen or appears minor. You have the strong belief that you have a defect in your appearance that makes you ugly or deformed. Belief that others take special notice of your appearance in a negative way or mock you. Engaging in behaviors aimed at fixing or hiding the perceived flaw that are difficult to resist or control such as frequency checking the mirror, grooming, or skin picking, attempting to hide perceived flaws in styling makeup or clothes, constantly comparing your appearance with others, frequently seeking reassurance about your appearance from others. That's a lot of us. Having perfectionist tendencies and seeking cosmetic procedures with little satisfaction, like no matter how much you change your body, you're not happy. Yeah. So, and then that's when you become deformed, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, have you had any situation where you want to share that you've had body dysmorphia? Absolutely. Like I was just saying, um, you know, I'm very self conscious <clears throat> of different parts of my body, not different, one part of my body. And I would make my ex husband record me, like in a bathing suit, I would make him record me, like walking and him behind me so that I can look at it and look at my body. But mm-hmm. my butt, mostly my butt, mm-hmm. to see how it looked because th- I'm like I. That's the one part of my body that I don't like. So yes, I have that, and I think that's it. I'm not terrible when it comes to that. Yeah, but when it comes, like I see, you know, women on social media and on magazines, and even people that I know that I'm like, what. She has such a nice booty and she doesn't even work out. Or, oh, she has a nice booty and, you know, she doesn't have any cellulite or she doesn't have this. And I'm like, I wish I could wear that bathing suit. And I probably can. You can, yeah. But in my mind, I'm like, no, girl. It's not going to look like no, that. No, girl, you're going you're gonna, to, yeah. people are going to laugh at you. People are going to be like, ooh. But everyone lives in their own world and they don't give a shit. They don't care. So the thing is, it, body dysmorphia is real. It's in our minds, right? I, myself have struggled with body dysmorphia. And it's so crazy because, you know, on on the next topic, which is disordered eating, I've struggled with disordered eating, which is a kind of 
kind of taps into like the diet culture, the yo-yo dieting, the up and down, up and down, losing weight, gaining weight, losing weight, gaining weight, right? Like fast, fast um, results. And it's it's obviously an industry, right? They what make a lot your, of money. What is your experience with body dysmorphia? So my experience with body dysmorphia is dysmorphia. that. Dysmorphia. Dysmorphia. I don't know what I said. Okay. Dysmorphia, like Sigma morph. Case. Morph, dys, dysmorphia. Um, honestly, it's because. I don't realize how bad it was until I look at photos of myself and I remember, like, let's say I was dieting and I lost a lot of weight and I was taking pictures and no matter how much I lost weight or how fit I was getting, I still found something wrong with my body. Mm -hmm. And I would take pictures to be like, okay, what's my next goal? How am I going to make it better? Or like now, now this is off. Now this is off, right? And um, I look back and I go, Oh my God, I was still not satisfied and I was so much smaller back then and I was still not satisfied. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of made me feel like your, your brain is so twisted. Like whatever you believe is what you're going to see. Mm -hmm. So if you believe that you're beautiful and you love yourself at whatever size, small, big, medium, muscle, no muscle, you're going to think you're beautiful no matter what. It doesn't matter what you're seeing in the mirror, right? Because your brain tricks you. Absolutely. Oh my God, it tricks you so because bad. That was, was going to be my next question. Do you do you think that you can recover from that? Because I I still say, okay, my arms aren't bad, my belly's good. It's just you know whatever what I yeah. just said, yeah. and it's like I haven't been able to be like, okay, fine. You know what? It looks fine. I'm always like, I'm always, I always have a mirror on hand, and I'm always looking at the back of myself. In jeans and shorts and skirts and dresses till this day because I'm like, does that look okay? Oh, no way. No way. I used to tell my mom, mom, how does it look in the back? And she'd be like, that's bien. It looks great. And I'm like, nope. And I take it off because for me, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't look good. So do you recover from that? Because I don't feel like I, I mean, I'm to the point where I'm like, ah, it is what it is, but I still watch what I wear. Mm -hmm. Um, I, You can recover from it, but it's like. It's, it's like, um, what do they call it in the, like, they call it behavior, cognitive behavior therapy, where you read, like you work on constantly changing the way you think until one day it just changes. Right. So it's like repetitive telling yourself, I'm beautiful. I look great in anything I wear. And just they kind of like, you know how those affirmations work? Like I'm beautiful. I'm successful. Blah, blah, blah. But like not on the surface level, like literally feeling like I feel good. I'm fine. I feel good. I'm fine. I feel good. And I'm not saying it's that simple. Like if you really have extreme body dysmorphia, eating disorders, disordered eating, seek help. Seek help. Seek, seek a professional because they're going to know exactly how to help you. Like right here, I'm not a professional. I'm just telling you my experience. But what has really helped me is one starting to fall in love with myself, which is a topic that we talk about a lot on this podcast, like loving yourself. Mm -hmm. And two, accepting myself at the body that I have. Our bodies are amazing. We made babies. Like, yes, we oh did. my God, like we made babies. Our body got big and small and big and small. And we made a life like these lives came out of us. Right. And yeah, it changes our body. Right. Some of us have stretch marks. Some of us don't like some, you know, yeah. some of us, Gained a couple pounds. Like, honestly, for me, before I had kids, um, actually, like, right after I had my son, I liked my body better than before I even ever had kids because my my hips got bigger. Mm -hmm. 
And then I had more of an hourglass body more after I had a baby than before. It was crazy. Like, because your body changes. Yeah. But you have to learn to find ways to love your body, no matter how, how it looks. But you have to also treat your body with respect and love. Yeah. Feed it healthy stuff. Give it movement. Feel good from the inside out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so when you feel good and you look in the mirror, we're not always going to have good days. There's going to be days where we're like, ugh. Yeah. And I think those that pants goes- look horrible. And if they look horrible, guess what? Change. Don't wear it. Don't, get rid of them. Yeah. If you if there's some pants that make you feel amazing. Put on the pants that you feel amazing, amazing in. No one told you you have to wear those. Yeah. Go throw them away. Yes. Get rid of them. I agree. Buy the ones that make you feel amazing. It doesn't matter what size they are. It doesn't matter if you were a size two in high school and now you're an eight. Wear the damn eight. I if it makes I you feel good. <laughs> Do you know what I mean though? No, like yes, it, it doesn't absolutely. matter. No, like it makes it makes it makes sense. But I think I think a lot of us. I want to say majority of us um, have some sort of self-conscious, like, uh, insecurity. You know what I mean? Like, like, like I was telling you earlier, I have so many clients that are like, I don't want to cut my hair that short, or I don't want to do this because it's going to make my face is so round and my double chin. And it's like, stop. I always tell my clients, stop it. Like you are going to look good. And it's true. I'm not blowing Steam up their, you know what? No. I, it's, it's true. Because you don't see what they what are they're seeing. seeing. Yes. Because it's distorted. Yeah. Okay. When we look at ourselves, it's just, we are our worst enemy. Oh my gosh, we are. Okay. But we're teaching our daughters and our sons it's, to pick at themselves. It's no, I, it's so funny. I always tell my daughter, you're every day. And it's not, I do it because I think she's the most beautiful person in this world, right? She's mine. Yeah. And I always tell her. You are so beautiful. And you know what she says? I know. <laughs> and I just laugh and I go, yes, yes. But they don't do what you say. They do what you do. So if you're treating yourself bad, they, they hear what you're saying, but it doesn't mean anything if you're not treating yourself the same way you're treating them. Yeah, I don't know. what I, I, don't, I, I don't try to be so negative with myself, mm-hmm. you know. But That's good. Yeah, that makes sense. Not but- everyone is. A lot of people are constantly looking in the mirror trying to you know like I grew up in a home where my aunts and my mom and stuff they were always like watching novelas <laughs> they were always like looking at commercials where they were talking about like the next diet and the next this and you know what estas plantas hacen esto and they're oh good for gosh, this yes. and they're good for that and you know and, and it was always like oh I'm not good enough you know like I'm, I have to change myself there's something that I need to change or they yeah. would compare like oh like you know like ex- Typical Mexican aunts, like, mm-hmm. you know, growing up, like, oh, you gained a little bit of weight or you look a little thicker now. Like, they just, they don't have filters, you know, yeah. like, in my experience, like, they don't have filters and they don't realize, like, the damage that they're doing to a 13-year-old girl. No, but it happens. I remember, okay, my mom has always had issues with her legs. She won't wear short dresses. She won't wear shorts. And I'm like, she goes, no way. My legs on the bottom are chicken, 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 mm-hmm. chicken. And I'm like, mom, who cares? Nobody's going to look at you and say... Oh my God, her legs are chicken. And and if they do, scream. Yeah. So I remember on my 40th birthday, I wore a, a white dress. I was in Cabo and I wore a white dress. And the person I went with took a picture of me. And I posted that picture. It's just me with a little dress. And I'm standing there and my legs are skinny, mm-hmm. just like my mother's. And this is what she said I don't know how you posted that picture with your legs like that. <gasps> I know. 
And I was like, mom, because I don't give a shit. Because it's a projection of her own insecurity onto you. Because I'm like, I feel beautiful. Yeah. In that white dress. I, you know, I look good, blah, blah, blah. And that's what she said. Ay, no, que vergüenza con esas piernas. I know. And then growing up hearing that all the time, like how it takes a lot of work to not think like that. Right. But in that moment, I didn't, I, I, I looked quickly like oh shit my legs do look skinny but then at the at, and then i'm like, like no let it I, go but i look good so you know what you were that's happy with your yourself problem, mom yeah that's your perception but that that's messed up like i would never talk to my daughter like that that's why i always tell her you're so beautiful you look so beautiful today mm-hmm. and i love her response i know <laughs> I, know. I love her response because she's so secure of herself that's how my kids are but that's the difference like that's what we're doing for them yes right we're co- i'm constantly telling my because i don't want my daughter to feel like yeah. you know she'll say oh mommy look at my little gut and i'm like that's okay girl you can go to the gym and stop eating cheetos no big deal <laughs> that's it you're like it's cute i don't say yeah oh my god look at that big gut i don't tell her those things i tell her no don't worry about it look at mine mommy has a gut too everyone has a gut we're human <laughs> we know? eat and we bloat and like it's normal like it's so unrealistic to like think that we're always going to have a flat tummy and it's just so organs in there no and it's just so important to like you said teach our kids that it is okay to have we're not perfect well perfection doesn't exist and it doesn't matter they're beautiful inside yeah. and out you know yes and like <laughs> like we'll be and like my son and i have a funny relationship right where he's a little cocky, a but little he, bit. No, but he gets it from me, but I'm joking. I'm not yeah. really cocky, right? So we'll be in the car and I'm like, I put the little mirror down and I'm like, oh my God, why am I so beautiful? <laughs> <laughs> and he looks at me and he goes, I know, right? I love looking like you. I'm so handsome. <laughs> That's awesome though. Like and we just laugh, but we mean it. Like we mean but how much guess, we love each other. And not only that, but guess what? When he gets off the car, he believes, he knows that I am a good looking, smart, intelligent, <laughs> dude, great guy. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. So, and awesome. he walks around going, Look at my hair. It looks so good. Look right. At my hair. And that's awesome. <laughs> like, I love it. Like, I have such a great smile. Like, thank you for getting me braces when I was young. I have such a great smile. I'm like, you do actually. Yeah. And I said, just bring it down a notch though. Like, you're a little cocky. He's all, I'm not cocky. Well, I'm just being is, honest. He is 15. So, that's let's true. just say he's oh right God, at that he's age. 15. I know. <laughs> so, yeah, it's great that we're teaching mm-hmm. our kids, you know, that we're not perfect and we just have to love our bodies. Yeah, you know? but and it's it's been a journey for me. I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah. not with my kids. It's easy because I have unconditional love for them. But it's like I'm trying to give myself what I give them. But you're working on it. Always. And that is, I, I, I feel like as long as we continue working on just feeling good about ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. And like you said, you, you were struggling with disordered eating. eating. Yeah, like about a year ago. Well, I've been for like since I was 13. To about a year ago. And I I can say in the past year, I've not 100% healed from it, but a good maybe 80% have healed from my disordered eating. I just stopped. I got to the point where I was like, I'm done. I'm done doing these diets, these new things. Like I'm done doing keto and paleo and, you know, restricted i just I can't I, have I, this, I hate can't the have word that. diet i hate, I hate the word too. diet because i feel like remember we're talking about our brains right our mm-hmm. brains are so they trick us they you know do all they're so yeah powerful so i feel like 
when you when you say the word diet, it's restriction. It's restriction, the and rules. then you're like, I want to eat it all yeah. now. Well, yeah, now you're, but you, I can't because I'm on a diet. That's so yeah, stupid. Yeah, it's saying you're punning yourself, right? Right, and As I think a, you should be able to eat whatever you want. But listen, instead of eating five slices of pizza, have one and have salad. You know, I don't know. Am it I just wrong? everyone's different, yeah. right? Everyone's different. You feed your body nurturing healthy food that has nutri like nutrients that will add and then once in a no that's what i'm saying and then once in a while you have these foods you don't feel guilty you eat as much as you want not to the point where you're full and you feel disgusting but to the point where you're like i feel satisfied with what i ate i don't feel guilty and i feel good and i'll move on with my life and that was a great meal and goodbye and that was a great weekend or on vacation that was I loved eating everything on vacation. And then you come back and you don't go, I'm going to restrict myself now for three months because I gained weight in in, in, in my vacation. No, you're going to come back and you're going to say, now I just pick up back to my normal routine. Right. That's it. Yeah. Move on with your life. Your body yeah. will adjust. The the, You know, it's natural. Like when you're on vacation, you're eating, drinking more, eating more. You're going to bloat because your body's not used to that. And yeah. you're going to come back and feeling I, a little I, bit more uncomfortable. Listen, I refuse to go on vacation and restrict myself from, I'm no going to eat whatever I want. Hell I'm no. going to drink all the alcohol that I want. And, and I'm going to taste everything. These cultures, yeah. you know, like you're going to Mexico or you're going, I don't know, Italy. Like, why would you be like, I'm on a diet. Like, no. I can't eat this. Not like, happening. this is a once in a lifetime. Eat everything that you want to no, eat. But happening. don't do it to where it hurts your stomach and you can't move. Yeah. And now you have food coma. You know, yeah. like. Don't hurt yourself like that, but enjoy no, everything. No, but it's interesting that we're talking about this because I think you and I had had this conversation and we were talking about how I have the opposite. Like I, I love food, but I'm not interested in food. So for me, it's hard to eat. And that sounds so obnoxious. I know it does. No, it you just, just deal with things and differently. I, and I don't have, but this is the thing. I don't have a problem with eating. I don't, I just don't care. Yeah, I can go. You give whole, no. I can go a whole day without eating, and I'm okay. It's just that I start feeling sick, and that's where I'm like, shit. Now I then you're eat. not okay. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm like, shit, and now I gotta eat. So I find something to eat, and it's quick. Yeah, you have no interest. I have in no food interest in food. Unless, I don't have a problem with food. No, I'm not. I am not because you I repeat, I am not anorexic. No, no, you don't have. A unhealth, an unhealthy relationship no, with I food. Don't. I just don't you, care. You don't care that much. And, and and I think your unhealthy part with food is that. I don't eat enough. You don't eat enough. I to, eat to, just to get by. Yeah. To, yeah. You don't eat the nutrients that it needs. Like it's not balanced, right? No, so it's not, not like all. breakfast, lunch, dinner, no. like making sure that you're having what it, you need. Out of a week, I think maybe one day out of that week, I have breakfast, lunch, and dinner mm-hmm. and snacks in between. But you're a snacker. I am a snacker. Yeah. Big time. And so I took, love coffee. So what yeah. does coffee do? It suppresses it's appetite. Suppresses your, so sometimes I'm like, I'm going to have coffee, but I'm hungry. But I really rather have coffee. So what do I do? I rather have coffee. I have coffee and then I don't eat because ya se me quito el hambre. Yeah. So you need to make a conscious decision to say, you know, what, I'm going to eat because I, my body needs it. Yeah. The organs are like, what the heck? I don't want caffeine. I want food. And I am working on that. And, yeah. I, and I think that once I recover completely from, you know, my health issues, I'm going to Work on that. I'm going to work on that. I'm going to work on eating right, a routine for the gym so that we don't have those issues. And then what else were we saying about? And for me, my I struggle with emotional eating, right? So I eat, and not so much right now, but like before when I had disordered eating, and and, and it's not something that just goes away, right? I right. have it, but right. but I've, I've learned to like 
manage it, cope, and kind of recover from it, like not yeah, not doing those those behaviors, right? But in the past, you know, let's say I was bored, and then I'd be like, I'm bored. Then that, that's an emotion, right? Boredom is an emotion. So let me go see what I can eat. Let me see what there is in the refrigerator. <laughs> Or let me see, oh, se me antoja unos roll tacos, and I'm going to go eat them. And then did I order two? No, I ordered five. And now I'm like, well, I spent the money. Let me eat all five then because I already spent it. I'm going to waste that money. Why? Yep. Because but you, when you're raised, you're like, don't waste food, uh-huh. right? So now I bought all five and I eat all five, right? So I had to unlearn a lot of those things. So was there an emotion that made you? It was boredom. No. Oh. Was there an emotion that you don't associate with food? Like, like for me, every emotion... If I'm, if I, if I'm like hungry, say it, for instance, I'm just going to give you an example and then you can, yeah. if, if like right now I could be like, damn, I'm hungry. I can't wait. I'm going to go get a hamburger. I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry. And then me and you fight and then I'm upset. I, I lose my appetite. I can't eat. So anger takes away your every, appetite. Every emotion. emotion. Okay. Every emotion. Anxious. Anger. So for me, like boredom, loneliness, frustration, stress. Um, things out of my control, feeling sadness, sadness, happiness. So all your emotions. No, no, not anger. Oh, when I'm angry, I don't, I can't eat. Oh. When I'm angry, that's the only emotion that I just inside of me, it becomes a knot and I'm like, I can't eat. I'm so angry. How it goes int- away. That is so interesting. Yeah. Or anxiety too. I can't eat. If I have anxiety, I can't eat. Like my my mind's too busy. Wow, it's too much. But I can, I can eat when I'm happy. I can eat when it. happy. I when I'm really happy, I'm just like, oh my god, like let's go socialize and eat, right? Yeah. And then, but when I'm like sad or lonely, mainly lonely and bored, I'm just Those like, what major. do I do? Yeah, or stressed. Like if I'm just stressed out, and I'm like, Ugh, like you just want to grab, like I, I just grab and go put, drive through and get something yeah. because I have my schedule so busy and like, oh, you know, screw it. I'm just going to go get something. And then I'm not thinking like, no, I'm at this restaurant and I can order a salad. I'm like, oh no, I need carbs and I need fatty, fatty foods. foods. Yeah. And then I eat it. And in that moment I feel great. But then, then I feel guilty because I feel disgusting. Like yeah. the food actually inside my stomach feels, upsets my stomach. Yeah. Right. So it's a site, it's a bad cycle. Like, and but it hasn't happened in a while. It. No, and it hasn't so happened in a long time. Yeah. You know, like now I'm like, if it, it kind of, everything that we talk about here kind of goes hand in hand. Like the more I love myself, the more I work on myself, the more I respect my body and my mind and my heart, right? My boundaries, my space, the more I respect me and the more I expect that from others, the more I give it to myself. Yeah. The more I'm able to like feed myself the right food, heal my relationship with food, heal my relationship with exercise. I love going to the gym. I love it. Like I can't not go to the gym and I, and I I'll schedule days off. Right. Like it becomes an appointment with myself because it's my, it's not there for the physical aspect per se, but it's for my mental health. Like it's the time where no one's asking me for anything. It's your time. It's my time. And you're working on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. On your body. And it feels good. Yeah. It feels good to sweat. It feels good to get that energy out. It feels good to not be like, mommy, I'm hungry. And I'm like, mommy's not home right now. Mommy's working out. It's just, and and so I started healing my relationship with food. It wasn't, I mean, with exercise, it wasn't a punishment. 
of like you ate really bad now you have to go work out and then you're right. like tortured now i'm like i can't wait to go to the gym i can't wait to go to the gym because i want to feel that high when you leave the gym i i i need that feeling and and the thing is people are always like you need motivation i no, always say that you don't need motivation you need dedication, dedication. You, and you have to stay consistent with yourself because yeah. you deserve that. You yeah. deserve to feel that happiness at high. I, I will get back to that sometime We're all soon. working on stuff, Carla. Yeah. We're all working on stuff. Yeah, but, for sure. You know, there's, like I said, there's body dysmorphia, there's disordered can eating we, and eating disorders. Can we talk about, remember we were saying this about how I told you I hate when people tell me. You're so skinny. I hate it. I know. And so, like, I feel like. And my question is. Yeah. How come it's okay for somebody to go up to me? I was telling you this the other day. I was like, if you come up to me and tell me, wow, you look great. You're, you're so small or you're so thin. Okay. But when you make a fuchi face, like, you're so skinny, I feel like that's such a form of disrespect because you do not know what I'm going through. I would never, and I don't think you would either. No. I would never go up to somebody and say, oh my God, you are so fat. What happened? And see, I would never do that. But okay. people seem to think it's okay for you to come up to somebody and say, you are so skinny. I freaking hate it. Well, so if you know me, please don't do that to me. Please. Or to anyone, right? Like, don't comment on people's bodies. Stop commenting on people's bodies unless it's going to say it's, it's something like you I, look great. I've, you know, I've said, damn, girl, your ass looks good. Yeah, those are positive, positive. things. But, but don't like, tell me don't how make... skinny and how bad I look. No, I would never <laughs> say that to anybody. Yeah. And the thing is, in society... Not even to my own family. In society, we've learned that you don't make comments about people being fat, right? You go... You, well, no, you don't because tell, not, not everybody has learned that. No, obviously not everyone. But like, let's say you're out and about with your kid and your kid's like, oh my God, that lady's so fat, right? You're like, hey, sh- don't say that. And so you teach your children, like, they're just making observations, but right. you're like, don't talk like that. That's That's not right, right? Right. But no one's correcting them when they say, they're so skinny. No one's correcting them. Like... People go, oh, being skinny is acceptable. So you can make that comment. That's okay. And it's not. It's the it's the complete, it's the same concept as being fat, like yeah. calling someone fat yeah. and calling someone skinny because yeah. there's reasons, whatever reasons there may be for being, or maybe there's no reasons, but you don't know what's going on with but people personally. Right. But I, I asked this question and somebody said, because people associate skinny with beauty. And I'm like, I get that. Right? Nobody wants to be fat. Everybody wants to be skinny, right? Well, that's not true. Some no, people no, like being true. bigger. I'm saying, I'm saying yeah. in general. Well, yeah, society. Like society, yeah. right? So I feel like, see, I lost my train of thought. But what I was getting to is like, I get it. About being beauty, about be- like the beauty yeah, and skinny. But I don't like being this skinny. I don't go and say, damn, I look great. I'm skinny. I know I'm skinny. And, and like I said, I, I don't have, I don't have uh, an issue with food. I just don't care about food. I just don't care. I, I, I can. I'm and the fine, thing is, Carla, don't tell me that I look skinny and think that that's okay. No. And, and the thing is, you're a naturally petite person. That's what I was just okay? going to say. You're just a naturally petite person. And, you know, and I'm not a naturally petite person. I'm a naturally thicker person. I have, always, we have different bodies. I have always, when I was in elementary school, they used to call me olive oil. You know who olive oil is? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's, and I, and I remember I would cry to my mom and be like, why am I so skinny? I hate it being skinny. I hated it. But if you know me, if you've been in my life, you know that I am skinny. You've always, that's just, I've never been fat. No. Or I'm sorry. I don't mean to say fat. Overweight. I've never, the, the most I've ever worried was when I was pregnant. And here's the thing though. 
for me, so please, it's for offensive. some, like for some people, it's like they struggle losing weight. And so some people struggle gaining weight. That's me. But the struggle's there regardless. Yeah. So why make comments? Right. Don't make, keep your comments to it's yourself. It's offensive. It, it can be. Yes. Like as we start loving ourselves, it doesn't matter what people say to us. We're like, okay, well, that's your perspective. I'm sorry. You feel that yeah, way. But Whatever. It kind of tells a story about them. But to educate our listeners, if you cannot make the comment, just keep it to yourself. Just keep it to yourself. Yeah. I already know. I look at myself in the mirror every day. I know what I look like. So. Yeah. But I mean, you know, we all it's have a, our struggles and we're all working on our thing. And it. it's really comes down to loving ourselves. Loving ourselves. Just love ourselves. Yeah. Keep loving ourselves, accepting ourselves and keep treating our bodies the, like the temple that they are. Mm-hmm. Give it the food that it needs. Give it the love that it needs. Speak to it in a great, good, positive way. And, and, and balance. Don't think that you have to eat, you know, chicken and salads for the rest of your lives. It's a no, and, and and we're not saying eat whatever you want. Like just stuff your face every single day because that's that that's not balance. Like, no. just find something that works for you and do it and do that. Yeah, and it's not a one size fits all. Nope. Anywho, thank you for listening. Thank you guys. Hope this helped in any way for anyone that found this interesting. Yeah, I know it. If you're going, you know, anything. if you're going through anything, yeah. and you know. That's it. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.